0: Welcome to the Anchor Premiere Podcast, where we aim to translate real estate into reality. We hope to educate and entertain and invite you into the conversation. Myself, Brian Cohen, and my co-hosts, Elliot McWhorter and Johnny Dugan. If you have a comment or an idea for a topic or interview, please leave it below. And don't forget to like and subscribe so that when new episodes come out, you're the first to know. Now let's get to it.
1: All right, welcome back to the Anchor Premier podcast, where every Thursday we attempt to translate realty into reality. In this show, we cover all things home and real estate. We're going to focus on educating and hopefully occasionally entertaining the consumer. That's y'all out there. So, we're going to introduce our panel. So, we've got Elliot McCorder. Hello. He's at Realtor Elliot on all the yep. platforms. Cool. And new Audi owner. Oh, yep. yeah. We've got We're Brian excited. Cohen, residential and
0: commercial real estate guru, and Tesla owner. Yep, Tesla owner <laughs> that I don't really get to drive anymore. <laughs> he is the Brian
1: Cohen on the Grams, the Instagrams, and I'm Johnny Dugan. Um, I I call myself a residential real estate and craftsman of the deal. Mm. I came up with that, so who's, who knows? It if sounds I keep delicious. It. I'm at Mountain Mansions on Facebook. Come find me. I drive a jacked up F one fifty. Yes, you know what that means. I'm redneckered in. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but we'll leave that <laughs> one. <laughs> we are the Anchor Premier Realty Group. And today's show, uh, we're going to start a series on the selling process, all the way from step one, which should be investigating and finding an agent, uh, all the way through closing, delivery of the property. And what do you bring the closing keys, your shirt? And we're going to go over all that stuff, um, yep. starting, starting today. And we're going to have a handful of segments on it and, uh, eventually be able to download the whole series. So, yeah. And we're, so
0: we're going to also, uh, focus on the seller side. So everything kind of yep. is contextually consistent. And then, uh, we'll go back and, uh, kind of cover all the same points. Cause they look different from different perspectives. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. Exactly. So, um, We've got a little outline here. I'll try to keep things on the rails, but sure. we're gonna we're gonna fire off with kind of the step one. You've thought about <clears throat> selling your house, mm-hmm. and um, now you gotta start figuring out how to get it done. So, yeah. what
0: what's step one? It always starts with uh, I thought I thought about it, and but mm-hmm. a lot of times the th- thinking to taking action is when people like kind of don't know what to do, mm-hmm. and how often somebody I, I found that the faster somebody shows up, the faster they disappear. And I know that's a little bit cynical, but it's because it's happened a million times. Right. Oh, I want to sell this. Oh, I want to do this. And then 2 weeks later, they're like, "Oh, you know, we changed our mind." Right. So, the the answer is to me is, is kind of in the question when to start through the conversation and the start the conversation is when you start thinking about it. It does not when you're ready to pull the trigger, right? right. It's when to, when you start thinking about it because it is a conversation. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yeah. You could start the consultation process early. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to contact an agent or wait to contact an agent or wait to take that first step until you're like, okay, I've figured everything out. Now yeah. I'm ready to take action on it. Right. Not just, start the consulting early start the conversation early uh we'll wait you know right. but we'll start getting help getting you prepared yep. uh well ahead of time
2: that way you don't have to figure it out all, all on your own
0: right yeah you know use and, an expert and you, and you, yeah and you also don't have to make any false assumptions right you can just hey we're thinking about doing this you do this all the time i mean like it's it's i, I it's funny to me sometimes how these things don't translate with real estate. I think just cause people, you don't buy and sell a house every day, but like, what do you buy more often? You go through a process of like research, thinking, talking to somebody who's done it before all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. the same thing. And that's what we're here for. You know, is it's, that's a big part of, of our job is not to just actually sell something. And it's, the best part of that is, We're free up until the day you hand over the keys (laughs) essentially.
1: So, um, you can, you can search out our expertise well before you're really getting into it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and we're happy to talk about it. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, to your point, um, start, start the search, start thinking about agents, start thinking about collecting, uh, the advice and counsel of a good agent. It, like you said, right when you first start thinking about it, sure. and maybe what the agent tells you is you should wait, or at least maybe what they tell you leads you to understand you should probably wait. Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, I've had, and have, have been multiple times, but it's okay because there's nothing worse to me than getting halfway into something that somebody thought they wanted to do, and then they realize that they don't, and you got to figure out how to undo it, and sometimes when we're talking the context of selling a house, once that thing's under contract, there, there's no cancellation, at least in Georgia, there's mm-hmm. no cancellation from the seller side, right? If right. you default and they sue you, you are, they would, the law will make you sell them that property Right. and you'll probably pay damages on top mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. So I would rather have somebody talk to me six months ahead and realize mm, we better wait. Right. then be like let's do it and then mm-hmm. oh crap mm-hmm. you
1: know right all right so we did a recent podcast you can go uh find that podcast on picking an agent we did a dedicated mm-hmm. we'll podcast link it. yeah 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 link subscribe <laughs> if we can ding. figure out how <laughs> <laughs> we'll Link it right here <laughs> right, right here yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so um so we've decided we're going to sell the house we decided. All right, let's seek out some wise counsel. How do yep. I find wise counsel?
2: Google. Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's, that's legit. That's how we find a lot start, of things, right? <laughs> you know, you you uh, before you go to a restaurant, you look up Google reviews. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a great easy place to start. If you don't know anyone, you know, because everyone yep. and their mother is an agent. So if you don't know any, an sure. agent, look them up online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think check out their online profile. That's you good know. Point see what's up and and then have a conversation. Just cuz you have a conversation with an agent doesn't mean you have to stick with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you
0: guys don't jive, find somebody yeah. else. It's okay. Yeah. Is it's is a lot the how they're going to serve you might not be consistent with like what your needs are. Like if you um if you value certain things and and somebody else doesn't, you know, they're probably not going to understand your perspective mm-hmm. or at least it's harder for them to even if they if they try. So, I mean, like something I learned, you know, is, you know, a lot of people look at Google. I think it's easy, it's good to do a mul- all these steps. Mm-hmm. You know, like substantiate somebody based on online presence, like actually meet them, but also most people find us because we know somebody they know and we did we served them Mm -hmm, you know like hey i sold my house with elliot elliot did an incredible job here's his number or i'll have him call you that's the best way just to be honest if you're giving somebody a realtor referral the best way is to have us call them because that way it gets them off the hook Mm -hmm. um that's just that's just a me that's me but uh when when you're finding somebody Via a referral to me, it's always important to remember you have that person also ask people that also reflect those values that you have. I great example, a friend, actually a friend of mine, this is a kind of a funny example and weird example, but a friend of mine was like when super troopers came out, which is like one of my all time favorite movies. Now he was like, it's terrible. I hated it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, huh? Well, I mean, he's a good friend of mine. So, I guess I'm not going to watch it. You know, I'm not going to waste my time. And on two years later (laughs) I watched it and I was like, this movie is hilarious. Mm. Like I loved it from the moment I turned it on. Right. And I was like, how did you, how did you not love this? And he was just like, I don't know. I didn't find it funny. And it's Mm. like his value or in this case, like his, sense of humor mm-hmm. was just vastly different just wrong. My, yeah it's yeah. yeah, just wrong yeah he's just he's just a moron no but it was just vastly different because I find stupid funny to be hilarious right. and if he's like well you know just it wasn't intelligence enough for me like, <laughs> you know so I this do I do the same thing for anything like mm-hmm. if somebody's like hey where'd you who sold your house like if they only value low cost and I value quality mm right the two very rarely correlate
1: so okay. the point there is referral it, it's it, it is one of the main ways to find an agent but it's simply a mechanism to get a name yeah. of a of a warm body that has served someone you know mm-hmm. so that's great you now have them and you have them you have that as a as a reference mm-hmm. but you don't use your necessarily use your friend's experience as the predetermined factor of what your experience is going to be. Right. So don't choose them in go seek them, interview them or have them call you based on a referral. Certainly. But don't say, Hey, helped her seem to do an okay job. So I'm going to go ahead and hire them. Yeah. Still go through the other diligent steps of sure. talking to them. Yep. And then, you know, just kind of like getting, just having a, you know, if you're going to have a anything done, you know, say on your house, you're going to get, you should get three bids and all that stuff. And I think, we should be interviewing two or three agents for this, for the reasons you're talked about, Brian, mm-hmm. that's, um, you, you, you need to see, you need to have at least some basis of comparison. So a minimum of two just sure. to say, okay, oh, I see where he's talking about this guy yeah. or this gal, and they're just a little bit different. This, they offer this service and this level, et cetera. You have to have some basis of comparison. So a minimum of two, and we suggest three. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but referrals is a great way to get them and you can, you can, just talk to your friends but you know that's the nice thing about socials i mean be careful though. if you put it on the socials is anybody know a good agent
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're, a, you're, you're, the right. floodgates you're, will open right. so yeah we well because yeah. everybody loves yeah. their person right yeah right. it's like the same thing with any like trusted advisor right everybody loves their financial advisor mm-hmm. everybody loves their insurance guy and, mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that you're an insurance guy we probably have right. three different of all those things mm-hmm. in this room mm-hmm. and love our guy or girl Mm-hmm. for completely different reasons. Mm-hmm. I love mine because he talks like my financial advisor mm-hmm. because he talks on my level. Like I on, he talks mm-hmm. like kind of like higher level strategy kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's the way my mind works. Mm-hmm. But if you're somebody who's like, I don't like he talks over me. Mm-hmm. Like I think he you know he talks down to me. Mm-hmm. Then you're not you're not gonna jive with him right. the way as he you know maybe somebody else's would. Right. Right. So, same thing applies. I, and for the record, I like my financial advisors to speak very plain.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> bottom line: <laughs> the upper-level strategies, <laughs> keep them to yourself. <laughs> Mutual funds, thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so, so that's the; those are the mechanisms to seek out the names, and you know, the initial contact. Um, and then I made one note of consider the location or the, you know, the, the home base of the agent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I've got, I've had recently three listings that were within 15 minutes of my house and our office. And I just run by those houses a couple times a week. One, one of them is vacant. And so I'd like to just make sure no windows are broken or anything crazy like that. And I yep. do that because I can. Yeah. And so understanding that, it doesn't mean that somebody can't service you from a, you know, from a little bit more of a distance. But if you're in a tiebreak situation or you're just like, oh, I, I'm trying to whittle this list down to three, you might chop off the people that have an hour and 20 minute drive to your place. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, they're just less inclined to do the little things that are, you know, kind of required throughout the process. of selling and, your home. and
0: they're not going to have that hands on. In most cases, they're not going to have that hands on intimate knowledge of, you know, let's say that neighborhood mm-hmm, Right. or if you ask them like, hey, where's the where's the local grocery store, mm-hmm. you know, or, or like your your street that comes off. You used to be able to turn left on 400 south yeah, from right. your street. You can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And if you've only been up here once in the last three years, you're probably not going to know that that changed mm-hmm. Not that it matters, mm-hmm. but some people care. Right. That I don't want to take a U-turn every time I come right. off my street. Right. You know, like well, Megan told me that the other day. Mm-hmm. If they turn this hi- into highways and have to make a U turn to go home, or are selling the house. I right. Was like, oh, great. <laughs> Thanks so much for at least the heads up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but like when we kind of split up the duties with our team uh, based on yeah. our home base and our location. Yep. Right. And so, and that's on purpose. And that's just simply to better serve that specific locale. One, it's because of our respective locale expertise Mm -hmm. and even though you know we're only a few miles apart ultimately but um, I say a few you know 10 15 20 miles but at the end of the day it's less about the for us because we communicate so much about the the expertise as much as it's just a level of service you can provide to someone who's closer to you and so like I said if you're in a tie break or you're just trying to alright I got I got eight agents that I'm kind of considering you might filter off you know, the, the ones that are just a little too far
0: away. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. That actually reminds me of, uh, so I've done some, some deals that were a little bit longer distance. One of them was in San Antonio, Texas. And, uh, obviously, uh, I've been to San Antonio Mm -hmm. many, many times, but I don't know San Antonio Mm -hmm. and it was in an area that I definitely don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I, I partnered with a local broker and right. I kinda handled one one side. He kinda handled the local stuff, like letting mm-hmm. some letting in the contractors to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And one time he called me and he's like, Hey, I just want to give you a heads up. There's a homeless camp set up in the parking lot mm-hmm. of this old store mm-hmm. that we are selling. And I was like, Oh. <laughs> I was like, Okay. And he's like, I went inside. Nobody got inside. So we don't have to worry about like squatters or anything mm-hmm. like that. But you know, we're gonna have to call the authorities and have them kind of like right. tell them to move on. Yeah. You know, in all the ways. And I was like, yeah. If I didn't have you, right. we could have totally got to closing and then be like, um, right. yeah, we can't okay. close because okay. um, it became an apartment for people <laughs> right. that were otherwise unsheltered. Right, and, like, and I would have literally no way of knowing. <laughs> right.
1: And the local ordinance says once they're ninety days you can't remove them for another ninety days. <laughs> yeah, oh something good like lord! That.
0: And, oh yeah, and <laughs> just that, like he would know local law. Yeah, right. Right. I right. don't.
1: And then the commercial on the commercial side, there's more of that that happens, kind of interstate um, transactions. Sure. But what we see here in Florida is, you know, a, a lot Georgia. of us are yeah, Florida uh, yeah in Georgia doing Florida deals is yep. really what I meant to say, and that. You would hire someone there local that could be right there and handle the business right there. But yep. you've got a relationship with the customer they're moving from here to there or vice versa. And then mm-hmm. so you're kind of working the deal. Yeah. But it I mean, everybody talks I mean, I think it's understood that the in the the real estate professional world is really based on specifically your location. Mm-hmm. And so the whole general point here is that when you're when you are picking someone consider their home base Mm -hmm. where what is their home office and what you know what kind of commute would they have to your place yeah and the longer it is the less inclined they're going to be to be stopping by and checking things or meeting and that kind of thing
0: and kind of like um you've had a bunch of people that are out of state contact you via Mm. youtube Mm -hmm. because they for this exact reason
2: yeah they want to move to atlanta Mm. you know COVID shook everything up and now people want to Change states. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are just wanting to move down here, and they don't know anything about any of the areas around here. So they just call and ask, "What's this area like? Mm -hmm. What's this? What do you like? What do you? Are you more of a city kind of guy? You like being Mm -hmm. in the country? You like being around a bunch of people? You like amenities? You know what do you like?" And I kind of point you in that direction of where. I think might be a good area for you to look to buy your next house mm-hmm. yeah. Uh,
0: yeah it's a great and that's one of the big ways that we actually get um, referrals is through other agents mm-hmm. you know maybe mm-hmm. somebody in Florida mm-hmm. that they that we know or that's connected to us I'm connected to people across the country through the young professionals network mm-hmm. and that's how I met the guy that did the Texas deal with mm-hmm. me and it was like hey um, I need some help on this or I have a client that's moving to your state. You know, can I connect you right. with them because you're the local expert mm-hmm. and you know, everybody wins. Right. Yeah.
1: So uh, I'll refer back. We're not going to do a deep dive into uh, all the questions to ask agents. We went into all that when we were talking about, uh, we did a podcast on, you know, finding an agent. So um, anything to any last notes you got there, Brian, before we wrap up this segment and we'll, we'll take a little break and move on
0: to the next. Yeah, the only thing I was going to say, base, is uh, when you're picking an agent, the only thing I didn't explicitly say last time was make sure you pick the person who you think going to represent you the best mm-hmm. and uh, not the person either charges the least or gives you the highest sales price because those two are, are I mean, they're easy and they're gimmicky mm-hmm. and sometimes they show desperation.
1: No, agreed. And, and to your point, um, if you're going, it's, it's like anything else, if you're saying... looking i i interviewed someone else and they said that they could sell my house for another twenty thousand dollars or whatever yeah that it's a it's kind of it's it's essentially a fallacy the market is what drives the price i don't i can help you set a strategic price based on and we're going to get into setting the price on your home and all the strategy involved there but the market's going to determine the price not me not the other person Mm -hmm. um now there is obviously in your strategy and in your marketing, uh, there is definite value there. But to simply say, "Well, he said he could sell it for more," so I'm going to go with with them. Yeah, that you, you, there should be. If if that's going to be your decision, it's got to be because of the content of why they're going to sell it for more. Yeah, not just he said he's right. going to sell it
0: for more. Yeah, if they've got better reach, or you feel like their marketing is better, sure. or you feel like their network is better their track record's better, their right. experience is better. Right. Those are the reasons to pick somebody relative to that reason, not just because they're the one who said they could do it the most, because they still have to do it. Mm-hmm. And if nobody, you can ask anything you want for anything, but it doesn't necessarily mean that somebody's going to pay it.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. So. And a lot of the strategies in trying to hook sellers is to, guarantee a price or at least you know state i can get you more than anybody else mm-hmm. that kind of thing um and or like guaranteeing in a, a time frame yeah or those kinds of things sure and so uh there are ways to get maximum dollar for your house for sure there's ways to sell it quickly for sure but to be stating that is like that this is you know this is what i do i guarantee it or, or whatever yeah. um it's usually a, just a hook.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, this is a personal thing, but I don't ever sell myself over other people because to me that by trashing your competition, mm-hmm. that says nothing about my value. It only tries to degrade somebody else's. Mm-hmm. So I always, and, and if somebody does the same thing to me, mm-hmm. like it's a, it's an immediate turnoff, right? Oh, you know, the, you, you have so-and-so insurance. Oh, they're terrible. Mm. That doesn't tell me that yours is better. Right. It tells me that you think theirs is worse. Right. And there's, that's a completely um, subjective. Final All thoughts, right. Elliot.
2: No, I think we covered everything. I think, uh, it's a, it's a good foundation for anyone who's just beginning the thought process when it, wanting to start the conversation. Yeah. Yep some good tools yeah
0: so uh as we wrap it up the uh don't forget sooner the sooner is better than later and um, being prepared is always going to give you better results